Welcome into this week's edition of the Stephanie Gately Show. Drew Casey here with head coach Stephanie Gately talking all things Fordham basketball. Coach, how's everything going? Everything's going great, Drew. I'm with you. Come on. Hello. First time all year. That we I gotta, know. We've got something. Got to change I this. I know. So 15-5, and 6-0 and oh in the Atlantic 10. How does that sound? That sounds like, what? <laughs> no, that <laughs> sounds great. I mean, if you had told me that, you know, at the beginning of the year with the challenges we, you know, we're facing with injuries and sickness and what have you, I would have been like, that's a real impressive record for, um, you know, a lot of missing pieces at different points. So I'm really, really proud of the team at this point. Let's take a look back quickly at the two games you guys played last week. First, Richmond, a 26-point win here at home, 67-41. It was field trip day, nearly 2,200, most of them kids in attendance. I'm sure the atmosphere is different every year. And what was it like this year? It's a it's a crazy atmosphere because you can't hear yourself think it's one of the few games we have to use actually cards just so the kids can see the plays you know because they can't hear you um you're lucky if you're the home team <laughs> but then again the kids don't know if they're cheering for home you need away to score because, first yeah because <laughs> when richmond scored they were cheering too and i try to remind the kids before the game listen when we do not have the ball okay we're the home team the white team when we don't have the ball that's when you chant defense and i was doing the cheer with them so i assume nothing <laughs> <laughs> the defense, though, on the court was was highly successful yeah. against Richmond. Just forty one points, thirty six percent shooting for the Spiders. What you know, looking back, what about the defense that afternoon worked so well? You know what? I got to be honest. The day before was the worst practice of the year, and I was sitting with our women's administrator Janan, and I just said, I don't know what's going to show up today, just because yesterday's practice was bad. And I was extremely impressed because we spent a lot of time on the dribble drive and their motion offense. And I just thought it was, other than the Duquesne game, the most complete game we played all year. Hannah had her season high that game, 19 points, five made, three pointers. What made her so successful in that game? She was open, which was something that was St. Bonaventure did in the next game, that she, she could not get an open look at all. Well, I thought we did a great job of making the next pass, you know, as opposed to Bonaventure where they really plugged the lane. Their their defensive philosophy is a little different than a lot of teams. They force you middle. So against um, Richmond, I thought G did a great job of not trying to take too much when somebody was doubling. She kicked it out. And as virtue of that, on that rotation, that next pass to Hannah was open. So Hannah got a lot of looks, at, you know, because of the fact that we forced their defense to rotate. Mentioned the St. Bonaventure game. It was a 16-point win up in Olean on hand to see that one. It was a slow start for you guys. The first quarter, I don't want to say it was the worst quarter of the year, but it, it might have been 10 turnovers and only 7 points. What what changed? You're being nice when you say <laughs> that. Yeah, that was without a doubt our worst game, our worst quarter of the year. I just, you know, I, I didn't even know what to say at the end of the quarter. I was just thankful we were only down 3 with 10 turnovers. That's unheard of. I mean, 10 I don't think it's the worst one any of my teams ever done in 10 minutes of play was 10 turnovers, but um there there wasn't anything – it was really – it was all on us. It wasn't necessarily anything Bonaventure mm-hmm. was doing. It was really that, that we were not making good decisions, that we were trying to over-penetrate or trying to force the ball. And Bonaventure did a great job of plugging the lane, but instead of us you know, skipping and seeing the open person opposite, we were still trying to make the pass to the post. So uh, once we were able to settle down, and I, I think even like with Burns and Kate, and Burns recognized it a lot quicker than Kate did – they weren't playing Burns. They were just sitting off basically saying, take the open shot. And once she recognized that, she hit, okay, I think, yeah. three threes three for threes us. And that was, a, that was a big difference maker for us. They shut down Hannah. Not too many opportunities from three. I think she just had one, and she knocked it down. G foul trouble in the first half. You just mentioned Danielle stepped up in the second quarter notably. And then Lauren came out in the third quarter mm-hmm. and really lit it up 
I'm sure it's been asked before, but how nice is it to have somebody different seemingly step up every game offensively? I mean, it was great. I mean, because, you know, when Danielle got her second foul, I was really ready to put somebody in, and then she got hot. And then you're, Mm -hmm. like, thinking, all right, we've been been kind of – our offense has kind of been really stalled right now, but now she's getting in rhythm. I went with my gut and kept her in, and I was going to take her out the two-minute mark, and then she picked up her third foul. Which I was mad at myself, but at the same time, you know, I knew that we needed her in there from an offensive standpoint. Lauren was our player of the game because I think the second half, you know, when we couldn't hit things, you know, she was able to make the most of opportunities. And I was proud of Hannah because she, she makes other things open by virtue of being on the court, and she didn't try to force anything. So, I mean, she only got three looks. Um, so they obviously decided, you know, every team, you know, you got to pick your poison. What am I going to take away? They took Hannah away, which opened up other kids, which opened up Lauren, which opened up Burns. Um, I think, you know, Kate was a little tentative offensively. I need her to be much more aggressive than she was. Uh, but I thought Anna Kelly came in and gave us some good minutes at the guard position. You win by 16 on the road after the, the rough first quarter. Black and white, people who weren't in the arena would say, hey, that's a heck of a road win. But but what does the team, other than some of those individual you know, performances and team game to open up other people. Looking back at the film, what's an area where you'd like to see the team improve immediately as we move into this week? Lulls, eliminating our lulls. You know, it's a 40-minute game. We, we're not going to be able to get away with winning the, the conference tournament playing 25 minutes of basketball. It's got to be closer to a 40-minute game. And, you know, that first 10 minutes was a wash, you know, and, you know, the better teams are going to jump in you on that. I mean, if you look at Bonaventure, they should have beaten Dayton at home. They had Dayton. And Dayton hit a three at the end to win that game. So mm-hmm. that Bonaventure game, it you know, that team is somebody that kind of stays around, stays around. And we were able to put them away at their place, which made for a great win because they hadn't lost in conference yet at home. So that was a great win for us. But it only gets tougher. The more you win, the, the bigger the target gets on your back. So mm-hmm. with that, just means that, we, you know, we got to work a little bit harder. Let's start to transition into a look ahead to, to this coming week. St. Joe's on Wednesday on the road, VCU at home on Saturday. Starting with the St. Bonaventure game, you guys are in the midst of four out of five on the road in conference. That doesn't happen Mm -hmm. very often. How do you make sure that everyone is is focused and and really fresh from not just playing games but but traveling as well? You know, you walk that fine line. Like yesterday, we didn't do anything physical, you know. So, like, you know, and I know next next week we we do have that bye week, so I have a couple days to give them off. But this week I really don't have that luxury because – you need more than one day to prepare for your opponent. So what we do on those days in between, we'll go light. You know, it'll be films and then kind of go through their offenses. And, and so, you know, we don't try to break them down, you know, physically. So we have to be smart in those situations. And, um, you know, and then they'll, you know, they'll be rewarded next week with a couple of days off. I asked you pregame St. Bonaventure at how not to how to make sure this isn't a trap game based on paper, and your response was we don't play a game on paper, and after the first quarter the team really bounced back. Similar situation with St. Joe's, a team that has struggled but has won a couple of games in a row in the Atlantic 10 Conference. How do you make sure the team is ready? I mean, every game, it doesn't matter who's who we're playing. Every game is something that's different in the rankings for us and where it puts us as far as seeding. So I don't feel like I'm going to have to motivate the kids. I mean, yeah, today's practice, I, I, I jumped all over them, you know, and, I, and they usually respond well after that. But, um, you know, St. Joe's, you know, had two of their top players out for a couple of games. So that has a lot to do with why they were struggling in that stretch. And they always play a really competitive schedule. So uh, without a doubt, it's going to be another war. When you when you look at at St. Joe's, what, what's what's the key to 
to your offense or to your defense? What's the biggest area where you think you need to be successful to get that another road win? I never really worry about us from the offensive end. You know, I just figure, you know, we spend a lot of time on just take what the defense gives you. If they take you away this, this is what you're going to get. You know, so we always have counters to what teams do. So I always think we're ready for that. It's more of how we're going to defend. I mean, Chelsea Woods is a tough matchup just because she can go inside and out, and she's very, very physical. Um, you know, they have good inside-outside attack, and the kids that got extra minutes by, by virtue of their kids being hurt gained a lot of confidence. So I just think, you know, and same with us. You know, like Anna Kelly got a lot of minutes and, and a lot of confidence when Lauren Holden was out. So we were able to do the same thing from our end as well. So for us right now, the most important thing is, to get off to a good start. I mean, the Bonaventure, we got in a hole, and good teams are going to jump on that. And that we're, instead of being down three, we're going to be down down 15, you know. So we've got to really take everybody's best punch and, and be able to counter that right away. Going back to Philadelphia, having played at Villanova and coached at St. Joe's, is it, is it always a little, little bit extra special going back to Philadelphia to play a game? I mean, there's always a lot of emotion involved just because I did coach there for a while, and that's where I won my first Line 10 championship. So... I mean, I have a lot of good memories from coaching there. I mean, it, there's a lot of similarities in St. Joe's and Fordham being smaller schools but very people-oriented schools. So, um, you know, when I go back to Philly, I mean, I, I love Philly. You know, <laughs> our kids were raised there for the most part. Our youngest son, Jordan, always says that that's part of his life he really is disappointed he never got because both D.C. And, and, and Dutch were able to go to school there. So, you know, Philly's always been a special part to us. My husband grew up there, and his, his family's from there. So Philadelphia always hold a special place in my heart. Let's look at VCU briefly before we wrap things up. Saturday at 2 o'clock here at the Rose Hill Gym. That's that's key, the Rose Hill Gym. How important will it be and how nice will it be to, to get a game here at home just a couple of steps from where we are now? I mean, I think obviously playing at home has been good to us, and I think the kids obviously the comfort of being in your own gym, especially after coming back on being on the road twice is, is important and not really having that day off is important. Um, VCU is always a tough team. Their record, again, is not indicative of the type of team. They're a very physical team. They play a lot differently. Um, and, you know, we went down there last year, had a 15-point lead at half, and ended up blowing it because we just weren't able to react to their aggressive defense. So, you know, we're, we know that every – when we just talked about it now recently as a team. Like, every game gets tougher. It doesn't get easier. It gets harder. And so we got to be ready to take everybody's best punch. You mentioned the target on your back growing with every increasing win. The target will be none bigger, perhaps, if all things go well in the next two against St. Louis following that. But how do you make sure no one's thinking about that until Sunday after the VCU game? won't even talk about it. Like, it's not – I never even looked that far ahead. I mean, I'm just looking at today and what we're doing to practice tomorrow, what we're doing to shoot around. You know, I'm not even thinking about what we're doing other than what's the task at hand. So that's not even something that's on our radar. Coach, best of luck this week. If all goes well, you would be tied for the most wins in Fordham history after Saturday's game, and hopefully the team is uh, is still undefeated atop of the Atlantic 10. Thanks so much. Oh, thanks, Joe. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And that does it for this week's episode of the Stephanie Gately Show. Thanks to women's basketball head coach Stephanie Gately. The executive producer of WFUB Sports is Bob Ahrens. Today's show has been produced by Jonah Haskell. The Rams have their next game tomorrow against St. Joe's. Tip-off is at 7 p.m., and we'll be on with the one-on-one pregame report at 6.55, only on WFUBsports.org. And they're back in action again on Saturday against VCU at home. Tip-off for that game is at 2 p.m., with the pregame report getting started at 1.55, only on WFUBsports.org. Until those times, Drew Casey saying so long from Fordham. Have a great night, everyone. The Stephanie Gately Show is a production of WFUV Sports.